0: This podcast is brought to you by Endevacore, guiding successful classrooms. Visit us at www.endevacore.com. And now your host and co-founder of Endevacore, Anne Dallin. Hello and welcome back. I'm so excited to have you all here for another week for another podcast. Last time we were together, we gave you a little introduction to Endevacore, which is all about guiding successful classrooms. Uh, We gave you a little resource as well and ended saying to find us on all social media websites. We connected with quite a few of you on Instagram, which was really fun. Lots of new ideas, lots of new thoughts going on Instagram, so check us out at Endevacore. Today though, I'd like to start off with a little story time to tell you a little bit about my week of teaching. It always makes me laugh because teachers have thousands of stories because truly kids say the darndest things. I mean, that's such a common phrase, but it is so, so true. A few weeks ago, something really funny happened to me and I thought I would share. You have to understand, I teach teenagers and a lot of people say, I don't know how you can teach teenagers. They are so hard. And yes, you know, sometimes teaching teenagers can be really difficult, but most of the time they make me laugh and we have quite a bit of fun. For example, I was having them read uh, a few paragraphs and sources and things together as a group and things were going really well. They were all practicing reading and that fluency and they were working together. But towards the end, I gave them the choice. I said, would you like to read this in groups? Or would you like to have me read this? And they said, oh, we want you to read this. And I was like, shocking. (laughs) So I had them all put their finger in the same place. And I said, "Okay, here we go. And I started reading in a British accent. And my British accent is particularly bad. And the kids were almost rolling on the floor. They were like, oh my gosh, that is so bad. And they just loved reading. And then we had to read another section. And of course, I gave them the other choice. I said, "Okay." would you like to read in your groups or would you like me to read? And of course they're like, you need to read in like an Australian accent or a New Zealand accent, or they were throwing out every single accent they could think of. And I said, no, I'm going to read in my normal voice. And I said, okay, put your finger in the same place. And we all got ready. And I began, and this is what I said. The National Assembly was not able to agree on a new constitution. And I read the entire paragraph about three octaves lower than my normal voice. And I kid you not, these kids thought I was the funniest thing since Fortnite or whatever they're playing nowadays. They thought I was the best. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the simplest things that just make teenagers laugh. They love to be tricked or what they say they love to be. Finesse. I'm not sure if that's cool anymore and whether or not I should use it, but it does make me laugh when they say that. So they love to be tricked and they love to have a good time. And that's something that's a misconception about teenagers is that they're boring all the time, but they're not. They really love to interact with their teachers. They love to see their teachers as human. And now I want to shift over to talking about teacher strategies that you can use in the classroom to get your students completely engaged. And the strategy we have today is called 100% engagement, which sounds extremely obvious, but let me break this down for you. Essentially, 100% engagement means that you expect every single student to be with you, to be tracking you, to do what you ask, and to be engaged. It means that they are in the classroom and they are doing nothing else but learning. Now. A lot of teachers say that this is impossible, that there are so many distractions out there that make it really difficult to keep kids engaged. On some level, they are correct. Cell phones, pencils, their neighbor, you know, everything can be a distraction. However, 100% engagement can be attained and it is very simple All you have to do is have the expectation that 100% of your students are engaged. Now, that sounds really obvious again, but here's the thing. You need to express to your students what engagement means in your classroom. For instance, in my classroom, when I am talking, I expect there to be zero people talking. And I uphold that expectation. So when I am teaching and I'm explaining something, I'm lecturing or giving instructions or whatever, and I see a student that is talking to someone else, I'll stop and I'll say, I'll wait. I'll wait. And what that's demonstrating to that student is, whatever your discussion is, is not as important as me teaching you right now or me giving instructions to you right now. What is most important right now is for you to be watching me. And this is something I do not think that teachers are very good at upholding We get so distracted with everything that's going on. I mean, it's truly like running a marathon in there. You are running from one place to the next place, helping kids, disciplining kids, etc. But do we ever stop and say, I am the most important thing right now. You need to be watching me or you need to be listening to me and explaining that expectation goes so much better for you especially in the long run now do you necessarily have to say oh I'll wait no because that's not necessarily going to help a kindergartner for example you have to find a way to express your expectation for me it's pausing and waiting and saying that's not okay for you to be talking while I'm talking I am the one who should be talking right now now I give my children x amount of times to talk with the people next to them to discuss things Education-related, not education-related, so I really am explicit in saying that expectation is that when I am talking, you are watching me. Now, here's what's so great about that. By setting up that expectation, I am explaining to my students, I expect you to be engaged in my classroom. I expect you to be watching me, to be paying attention to me to be taking in everything that I am teaching. So 100% engagement means that you are stating your expectations and you are upholding those expectations, whatever that is. And now we've come to the final part of this podcast episode called Winner Winner. Winner Winner is a time where I share with you a really good resource that has helped me and other teachers succeed in the classroom. And this one comes from my mom. Shout out to my mom. She's a university professor that teaches elementary school teachers how to teach reading. She's really great. And she shared this resource with me, and it's called EPIC with an exclamation point. EPIC is great because it's basically an online library with books anywhere from reading levels uh, K through six. But what I really like about it is that not only can elementary school teachers use this, but high school teachers can use this as well. It's a really great because the books that they have are all sorts of subjects. They have books that will read to you. They have books in English. They have books in Spanish. They have books that you can assign for kids to read at home. They are books that you can assign them to read in class. and. Sometimes it helps your kids that are struggling to read and are struggling to get into reading. It's a way to really jumpstart that for them. So check out Epic. See what it can do for your classroom. It can be used in a myriad of different ways. Tell us how you use them on Instagram and we'll post about on this podcast. So that's it for this week's podcast. Check us out at Instagram. Facebook, and Pinterest, all at EndeavorCore. And definitely tell us how you're using Epic in your daily classroom. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us this week. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe. And for more information regarding this podcast or any of our podcasts, see our podcast notes on the podcast tab at www.endeavorcore.com.